What's up, everyone? Happy Valentine's Day. It's Denise Salcedo. Welcome to my post show for NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. What a night. Now, I know I come here all the time and I'm saying, oh, we had such an awesome show. We had such an awesome show. Well, this one, Vengeance Day, completely blew so many of the prior takeovers completely out of the water. I mean, top to bottom, it was an insane show, like an insane show. On paper, the show looked fantastic, right? But on TV, I mean, it was something totally, it was awesome, guys. I don't think that there was one person out here tonight that watched this show that did not love it. One of the things that I said right afterwards was no matter what your match of the night is for this show, you are not wrong because there were so many options for great matches. And we're going to go ahead and talk about all of them here tonight. We're going to run down the card top to bottom, talk about the high Highlights, talk about the major moments, etc. all through here. First of all, before we do that, I do want to thank each and every single person who is on this stream, who has come on here to check out the show. BTW, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am so close to hitting 35,000 subscribers and I cannot wait. I'm almost there. Also, this is a very interactive show, so I will be reading all of your comments. Uh, feel free to send in any super chats. They are very greatly appreciated. Every super chat that you send in, I will go ahead and read, and they do help me out immensely. So I want to start off by saying that already. But thank you so much to each and every single person who is tuning in right now. I'm so hyped, guys. I don't even... I know I'm going to start right from like match one to the main event, but I am just so hyped after everything that went down. Even when the main event was over, I thought, okay, match is over. Show is going to end. But then we got so much more after that. So go ahead and let's start off by what you guys thought about this pay-per-view. Send in your thoughts and I'm going to go ahead and start reading them. And also I want to thank Jobber JJ for kicking us off here on our first super chat of the day. So thank you so much to Jobber JJ. Uh, he says, happy Valentine's Valentine's Day, Denise, a good show overall. MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans was awesome. And Adam Cole heel turn is great. Keep being awesome. Like I said, top to bottom, an awesome show. And just the fact that they even added everything that happened after the main event. So much to talk about. Chris, thank you so much for sending in a super chat. I very much appreciate it. Chris says, outstanding show and what a twist for an ending with Cole turning heel happy Valentine's Day match of the night to me was Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor like I said tonight no matter what your main your favorite match of the night was you my friends are right whatever you decide on because I honestly have not decided on what my match of the night was I'm a little bit torn on Okay, so I'm a little bit torn on whether or not my favorite match was the tag team match, the men's tag team match, or if it was the Gargano Kushida match. I have not completely decided. Maybe as I'm running through here today, I might go ahead and uh, decide as I get to them. But as of right now, I really, really haven't uh, decided it just yet. Uh, but go ahead, guys, send in your comments. Let's see. We have so many different comments happening here. Uh, we have one from Joshua Cook who says, didn't see Adam Cole turning on Undisputed Era and Balor after they helped Balor at the end of the title match with Balor and Dunn. Shocking. Happy Valentine's Day, Denise. So the second that it actually, like, once they were all standing there and nothing was happening, that's when I think everybody sensed that Cole was going to do something, right? And then it just happened. So it was this really cool moment. And I think it's one of those moments that, like, I feel sometimes things can be so predictable. And even though a lot of some, you know, a lot of us can say like we were going to see this coming eventually down the line, we didn't see like necessarily know it was going to happen tonight. So the fact that it all went down tonight was just like the cherry on top of already a Sunday here. We have a comment from Aaron who says, Kushida is fantastic and Gargano never disappoints at takeovers. Dude, I tweeted right before this match, let these guys go at it. No interruptions. Let's do this. And part of me thought, okay, that's wishful thinking. Usually what we always wish for, wish for doesn't always happen. I got to say, I think my wish came true this time. We legit got them just going at it. This match was awesome. And I'm, obviously, we'll talk more about that once we get to the actual match as we get there. But um, we have a comment from Mosh who says, any idea how to donate other than a super chat, which isn't 
wasn't available in my region. Um, unfortunately, I don't know, but as long as you're here, I very much appreciate that. Thank you so much. But we do have another super chat from George. Oh my gosh, you guys are sending so many super chats. It makes me so happy. Okay. George Todd says, uh, so happy for Dakota Kai and partying in New Zealand tonight. Whoop, whoop. I think we're all partying at home tonight, just in terms of it being such a fantastic show. So uh, thank you so much to George for sending in this super chat. And I'm also very happy that uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel won the tournament and I cannot wait and I really hope and I'm going to manifest this out there. I'm going to manifest that they become women's tag team champions and I manifest that those titles get brought to the NXT roster. So this is me crossing my fingers, crossing, praying, hoping, whatever. Uh, Joe Nero West, thank you so much for sending in a super chat. Joe says, what a great show. I love the women's title match for the NXT title and Dusty Men's match. Plus that twist at the end, didn't expect Cole to turn on Kyle. Well, happy Valentine's Day, Denise. Happy Valentine's Day to us all. Uh, Matthew Makovsky uh, sends in a super chat and Matthew says, uh, my brother and his girlfriend just got engaged. Oh, my God. Wow. So it's Valentine's Day. We had a great wrestling pay-per-view. Your brother and his girlfriend just got engaged. I mean, congratulations to them. Thank you so much for letting us all know here. And thank you for the super chat, man. Oh, God, guys. Like I said, there is so much going on here today. So let's go ahead and start talking about everything again as we go through the show. Send in your comments, and I will be pulling them up and reading them here to see what you guys all, the universe, think of what went down here tonight. So let's first talk about uh, Eli Drake, guys, because he made his debut here on NXT, and he is going by the name L.A. Knights. What do you guys think about the name LA Knight? Are you guys uh, looking forward to having Eli Drake on NXT? Go ahead and let me know as you guys get your thoughts in. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of give you guys my thoughts here on LA Knight. Well, Eli Drake, a.k.a. LA Knight now on NXT. I think that he is a fantastic, fantastic talker. I think that is obviously his strength, is his ability, his natural charisma and all of that. I actually think that he is more suited for the main roster. So I definitely see him shining there a lot brighter than maybe on NXT because I do think that in terms of like in-ring, I do think that he is more, uh, he's not necessarily at that NXT NXT caliber in terms of like in-ring talent but that doesn't mean that he can't do something in terms of personality I do see him more as a main roster type of guy but uh, good for him I'm excited to see what he does uh so what did you guys all think and also shout out to Sydney Wilson for sending in a super chat very much appreciate this okay we have a comment from Aaron who says that he loved the promo dude that's what he's he's very great on the mic that's like the one thing that I would say that he's very, very uh, good at here. And Isaac says, Eli Drake could be NXT's answer to MJF. He's a phenomenal talker. Interesting, interesting parallel there. Matthew says, LA Knight. I'm excited he's NXT bound. I'm not going to make fun of the name, but interesting. I'm not crazy about the name, guys. It's a little kind of lame. It's, it's a little cartoonish to me, in my opinion. But whatever, I mean... Yeah, I'm not a fan of the name LA Knight. I'll just be real with you guys right now. There's no sugarcoating it. It's not a great name, but whatever. What can you do? Cyclops says, the name LA Knight is such a cheesy 80s TV show name, but he will be good addition to NXT. Something something different, right? Again, bringing a lot of the personality in there. And... uh Chris Lopez says, not a bad name. I'm excited to see what he does. I remember him as an NXT jobber and a member of the FCW 2012 class. Uh, so yeah, there you go on that. And then also Andy R. Thank you so much for bringing this up because this is pretty hella awesome. We also found out today that Taya Valkyrie is going to WWE. And I, for one, am excited to see Taya there because we already know how talented the women's division in WWE is. I mean, they have all of the top females there. And Taya is one of those women that has been absolutely killing it 
each and every single promotion that she has been working at. And she has had one of the most incredible matches that I have seen live. I've seen her wrestle live so many times, especially here in the uh, LA independent scene. So just the fact that Taya is going to get to work with all of these women, I am so 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 excited and i've interviewed taya a couple of times so she has a very a fun personality and i mean you guys all know you guys have seen her on tv plenty of times so you guys know that she has a really a fun personality so yeah i'm very excited to see what taya does in wwe it's gonna be pretty exciting i think some of the matchups that she can have will be fantastic so here we go, guys. Let's go ahead and jump into the show because, dang, there's so much to talk about. All right. So the opening match of the day was Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai for the Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. And we did have uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai end up winning this. And they were the right team to win. As much as I love Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart as a team because they were phenomenal, I do think that Raquel and Dakota Kai were the perfect call for this because they're sort of uh, on a different level, in my opinion. Raquel Gonzalez has been on a hot streak as of late. Let's not forget the awesome feud that she just finished ha having with Rhea Ripley. Uh, Dakota Kai has been, you know, building more and more momentum as she's gone through NXT. And the thing about this match, I know a lot of people were pointing out that it was, you know, sort of sloppy. There were some, some botches, some missed opportunities. And yeah, I saw that as well. However, I liked this match because it was very, very uh, fast paced and they did so much. One of my favorite things of this match was that Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart really, really brought a lot. They did a lot of different, they did a lot of different things in this match that just made it that much more fun and kept up this like nice pace and they brought the type of energy that you expect from an opening match, especially at TakeOver. I also think that this was perfect placement for this match because it kind of just, you know, it kicked off the show. And to say, I don't want to take anything away from this match, but this was probably my least favorite match of the night just because there were so many other good ones. So the fact that this one was kicked, kicked off the show, in my opinion, was probably the best way to go about it. Some of my favorite things about this match, though, or one of the things that I didn't like, though, in the beginning, in the beginning of this match, I did think that it was a little weird that they had Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart sort of working like they were the heels of this match because they were single. Uh, they kept Dakota Kai, obviously, from, you know, getting the hot tag to to Raquel. So they were sort of it's sort of been the opposite. I actually thought that Raquel should have been the one dominating this match so that eventually Ember or Shotzi could have gotten the hot tag in this match. So I did kind of notice that in the beginning, but then afterwards they sort of like shifted the match in a different direction and it just really, really uh, picked up one of my favorite parts was when uh, Raquel slammed Shotzi into the plexigla plexiglass. I thought that was a really sick spot. And I got to admit that even though we've seen it so many times or, you know, have seen it fairly often, I love when Ember does the eclipse and it just always gets me each and every single time that she does it. I thought that was a great moment in this match. I also thought that the, me the momentum that they kept throughout this match was solid the entire time. There was also a moment where Shotzi did this really awesome dive from, from the ring to the outside, which also right through Ember's legs, which looked pretty cool as well. Um, so overall, it was a good match. It made Shotzi and Ember look fantastic. From the moment that they came out, they looked great. They looked really cool with their gear and the tank and all of that. But then in the actual match itself, they showed a lot of spark, a lot of fire, a lot of energy. And yes, Raquel and Dakota were the right team to win here. So what did you guys all think about this match here? How did you guys feel about it? And uh, go ahead and send it all. Uh, Martin Carrillo says, that booking was so smart since they knew Raquel was going to wreck all. Joseph says, that was a nice surprise. It feels like looking back, the Dusty Cup was a showcase for Dakota and Raquel. Looking back, what was the point of Dakota pinning the women's champion, Io Shirai, in war games? Oh, yeah. Like, let's not even bring that up because that obviously... EO, EO, that wasn't EO's necessarily finest moment, even though she had, like, the best spot of the night at the war games match. Um... 
also, I do want to say that, yes, Dakota and Raquel looked great throughout this tournament. I also thought that Casey and Caden looked great. Obviously, Shotzi, Shotzi and Ember Moon looked great. So overall, I think they did a decent job of showcasing the women in this match. I mean, sorry, in this tournament, excuse me. And Brandon Charles says, Raquel and Dakota, new tag team champs, speak it, profess it, yes, manifest it. Marcus says, Dakota and Raquel can make the women's tag titles worth something. Hell yeah, because we all know that the tag team titles right now feel so stale. I don't think anyone is invested in the tag titles. I don't think anyone has been feeling it for a while. And it's sort of been really drowning down the women's division on Raw. So there you go. Juan Rodarte says Cameron Grimes video was lit. Guys, Cameron Grimes' music video today was one of the, it was an awesome moment because it was just literally him being like filthy rich and just enjoying the money the way we all wish we could enjoy the money. We have a super chat from Jordan Booth who says, should have been my wedding tomorrow. Thanks, pandemic. At least TakeOver was there. Women's triple threat match of the night for me. Jordan, bro, I feel you on this. I feel you on this. I too had to postpone my wedding till next year. I'm so sorry that your wedding was supposed to meet tomorrow and you can't have it happen. But don't worry, you you and your wife, you will have that moment. And I, I know it's not, not even comparable, but at least, yeah, we did have a good takeover today. I mean, not comparable to your wedding day, but still. Uh, thank you so much, Jordan Booth, for sending in the super chat. And I wish you, I wish you and your loved ones the very best. So there you go. Uh, thank you so much to Jordan Booth. And all right, guys, go ahead and send in your comments. Also, if I don't see them, because I am getting quite a few comments, I will try to get to them. You guys can send them repeats if you really want me to read them, or you can send in a super chat since those really help me out there. Alex Aguilera says, Shotzi and Dakota are going to be sore tomorrow after all the bumps they took tonight. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the Cameron Grimes music video. So what I liked about it was the fact that if you ever thought or you ever imagined yourself with like a bunch of money, think about like all the crazy things you would do, right? I think that Cameron Grimes is literally all of us how we would be if we had that money. He's lying. I mean, I probably wouldn't do everything that he did in this video, but I mean, he's throwing the money out there. He's feeling it. I think he even burned some bills. I wouldn't do that either, but let's just be real. That's just filthy rich status and it's hilarious and it works for him. So I like it. All right. Uh, Christopher Charette says, Adam Cole just turned on Undisputed Era. Wow. I totally did not see it happening in that way. Absolutely beautiful. Now that is how an NXT TakeOver is supposed to end. Dude, that is how an NXT TakeOver is supposed to feel from top to bottom. And I feel like the... I feel like the key word tonight for how the theme of NXT was, I'm going to say beautiful just because we saw so much beautiful wrestling here tonight. Uh, Jackson Dale says, uh, the women's triple threat was disappointing. I wanted so much more from it, but I did laugh when the announce table, announce table just fell apart. We will get to that because that was clearly didn't look like that was supposed to happen. But we'll talk about that when we get to that match there. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into the next match. So after this, so I put out on Twitter, I asked everybody, I know it's going to be a really tough decision based on the type of caliber matches that we had tonight. But what is your favorite match of the night? And based on the comments that I saw on Twitter, and based on how I feel, I can't necessarily argue anyone on this because this was a blow away match. And it was for the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. Johnny Gargano did win. But guys, this match was everything. This match was so good. And I said this at the top of the stream, but I really feel that we were on the same page here. Like I just wanted a... A, a nice lengthy match where these two guys just went all out, did everything, whatever that they wanted to do in this match. And I really feel that is what we got. So let's kind of run through the, some of the major moments of this match. So Gargano and Kushida started off do, doing a lot of mat work, which was absolutely great because we both know that both of these guys, they really know how to do that. If anybody's going to do mat work, these two guys can. And they did a lot of little things that really added to that. And so that was really good. Then, um, 
you know, they got back on their feet and they started doing a lot there. One of my favorite things about this match in terms of Johnny Gargano is that obviously Johnny Gargano is a heel now. And Johnny Gargano, the thing I like about him is that he hasn't stopped working in a way that so as a heel, sometimes you see guys change the way they work and they sort of forget how to do it just because they're heels now. They stop They stop doing certain things because they don't want the crowd to cheer them. Well, Johnny Gargano has found a way to still do all of the things he would normally do as a babyface and still work a match like that, but with those heelish tactics thrown into that. And I love the fact that Johnny Gargano hasn't necessarily, you know, completely changed the style of his matches just because he's a heel now. So I like the way that he brings that brings that in this match. Um, also, Kushida's octopus stretch on Gargano was one of my favorite moments of the match. It just looks so freaking cool. All right. Then there was also a moment where Kushida got Gargano in a chicken wing suplex with a bridge. And that also looked really fantastic. That was one of my favorite things. And here's also one of the things that I want to point out about this match is that you can tell that they were calling this match on the spot, on the fly, because all of the ways in which they countered each other's uh, movesets, it was something that I that you just know can't easily be choreographed. And so that's how you can tell that they were sort of working this match, you know, calling it in the ring. And I freaking loved that so, so much. There was also a moment where uh, Kushida to Gargano, they did a Spanish fly into an arm bar. And Gargano was literally so close at that moment to tapping out. For a second, I really thought that he was going to tap out during this. But he eventually got his feet on the ropes and did it. Um, the entire match... Kushida worked Gargano's shoulders. I mean, this was aggressive, aggressive. In the end, obviously, we did have Johnny Gargano win, but I don't necessarily think that that took anything away from Kushida because Kushida looked like a goddamn star. Now, I don't know if they're going to have a rematch right away. I don't think so because we got a clean finish, which, by the way, hell yeah to clean finishes. I love clean finishes. We got a clean finish in this match. So even though I don't think that they're going to have a rematch right away, I can definitely see them circling back to this in the near future. Hopefully not too near because I do think they need to space it out a little bit. But I would love to eventually see a rematch between these guys just because based on what we saw tonight, I want to see it again. But because, again, Johnny Gargano did get that clean finish. I don't think we're going to get it immediately, which would be the right decision. But I do think that this that Kushida... We already know he's awesome, right? But this time he got to really showcase that on a takeover on NXT. And I thought that that, dude, you just can't take away from that. So this was an awesome match. I can't decide whether or not this was my match of the night because I also really loved the tag team match. So right now I'm sort of torn on which match I liked the most. But here we go, guys. We have so many comments on this match. And uh, we have also a couple of super chats that I want to go ahead and read. So here's the first one from uh, Brandon here. Oh, wait, hold on. We have one from... Okay, I'll read this one right now in a second. But we have one from uh, uh, Brandon who says... Agreed. Also, I also think that there has been so much comedy with Gargano. It's easy to forget how great of a worker he is, but he reminded us today. See, I don't think I ever forgot what a great worker Gargano is. And I know that he's been doing, obviously, a lot of comedy as of late, but it's been working like even what last week, that entire segment that the way had with with uh, William Regal, that was one of the highlights of NXT, in my opinion, in terms of segments, because it was it was it was hilarious. So, yes, I do think that Gargano has found a great way of incorporating uh, incorporating this heelish character into his work and what he does in the ring. So really great stuff from Gargano. Uh, really quickly, we did get a super chat from Sexy Pheasant who says, you stopped watching WandaVision after two episodes. What did you stop watching? Why, why did you stop watching Shaw Sank Redemption after five minutes? No, I, I think you're wrong on that one, Sexy Pheasant. 
I didn't stop. I've seen Shawshank Redemption like a million times. Trust me. Uh, it's my fiance's favorite movie. So I kind of was forced to watch that movie a million times. But we'll get to that another time, guys. Let's talk about NXT here. So here we go. Uh, let's get some more comments here on what you guys thought about this match. And this one's from Nicholas, who says, the NXT North American title matches always steal the show. Whomever's in the match brings their A game and makes it an A-plus game. Tonight was no different. Give me an Iron Man match with these two. Yeah, I think I saw a couple of people suggesting that on Twitter, too. And, bro, I mean, like, if they didn't have that clean finish today, I mean, honestly, I can see it down the line. I wouldn't mind an Iron Man, an Iron Man match between these two. Like, whatsoever. I would freaking love it. And we have a comment from Mosh who says... The Spanish fly into the arm bar was what I thought was the ending too. Yeah, it was a really good spot and it really made you believe that for a second that Kushida might win there. And Joseph says, Kushida has the momentum. I don't think it's over between Kushida and the way. Jackson Dale says, love how none of the way got involved and just let the both Kushida and Gargano shine. Got to thank Dexter Loomis for taking out Austin Theory. I am so thankful because that is what i tweeted i put please no interruptions nobody wants to see the way get involved everybody wanted to see both of these men go at it because they're incredible wrestlers and that's it we don't ask for very much guys we really don't we really don't ask for too much and uh all right uh let's see what else you guys had here and i'm gonna go ahead and pull up some of your matches and uh, some guy says, I'm not a fan of Iron, um, Iron Man matches, but I would happily watch Gargano versus Kushida for an hour. Dude, I, I, I don't know. I'm so excited if they ever were to do that. And let's see, any other comments on this match? I know we have quite a few. Christopher says, Adam Cole really broke our hearts on Valentine's Day. Hey, that's sort of in line. I'm sure a lot of hearts get broken on Valentine's Day. You'd be surprised. All right. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and move into the uh, let's go ahead and move into the uh, to the next match here. Again, if you guys want to get your comment or question or statement or anything read on the stream, you're like, Denise, please read this. Feel free to send in a super chat. They also help fund me, my channel and keep me fed and help me keep paying for the network and all of this random stuff. <laughs> all right, here we go, guys. Let's move on. So again, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. End of story was bloody fantastic. Let's move on. And okay. So after this match happened, after Kushida, Johnny Gargano, I thought, oh man, it's going to be sort of like hard to get really invested into the next match because man, that last match was so good. I don't think anything can top it. Boy, was I wrong. I was W-R-O-N-G wrong, guys wrong because then we got msk versus the grizzled young veterans uh for the dusty Rhodes tag team classic finals and holy jesus all i'm gonna say is my notes it was so hard to even keep notes for this match because the match was just so action-packed but here's what i have to say MSK had a star-making performance, all right? They've only been an, on NXT now with WWE for a couple of weeks now. I don't even know how many weeks, but not very many. They're still a new team. We're just getting familiar with them here on NXT. And so they really, you guys already know that the TakeOver shows, people expect a lot. The bar is set really high because, you know, there's been a tradition of having these blowout fantastic matches, right? So you have to bring not your A game, but like your A++++ game to these takeovers. And MSK did just that. They brought everything I think that they possibly could in their arsenal to really put forth an amazing takeover quality match, okay? Now, Grizzled Young Veterans, I think I've said this on my other shows on Speak Now Pro Wrestling on F4W Online on Wednesdays. I said I wasn't that big of a fan of Grizzled Young Veterans. Well, someone, seriously, I became a fan today. I think today was the day that they completely sold me. I am no longer going to say I'm not a Grizzled Young Veterans fan because I am now a fan. Include me in their fandom list, all right? Because they turned me completely here tonight. This match was awesome, all right? 
So let's talk about why it was awesome. So one of my favorite things about this is that MSK and Grizzled Young Veterans, they both work a different style. Their styles are different. As a team, as a whole, they have different styles. And usually when you have a match where people work different styles, sometimes you tend to see it lean more towards another person's style, right? Like there's always going to be someone's style who dominates that match. But in this match, I really felt that you got to see both of these teams shine and both of these teams incorporate each of their styles into this match in a way that it felt sort of equal, like 50-50. So it didn't feel like it was leaning too much to the MSK side and it didn't feel like it was leaning too much to the Grizzled Young Veteran side. But then we saw some new things I think out of the Grizzled Young Veterans that was pretty fun in this match and as the match kept going it just kept getting better and better like at the beginning I was like okay I was still a little tired from the Kushida Gargano match so I probably wasn't as ready for this match and then before I knew it I was like oh my god this match is even better so it kind of like swept you away here so they msk did a lot they brought a lot of energy and every which way in which grizzled young veterans countered that they did it with so much power and so much aggression that it really just collided into a really great match um okay they were one of the other moments that i really loved was when uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans did the Suicide Doomsday device. I like this because it was very perfectly executed. Even the way Wesley took it, it was very, um, it was just perfect, guys. I don't know how to explain it. It was, it felt very explosive and it was an explosive moment in this match that it looked pretty awesome. And at the end of the day, I know it's early to say because what, it's barely February. And I know it's super early to say this, but this is definitely a match of the year contender. And I wrote this on Twitter and I'll emphasize it again. If this is not a match of the year contender at the end of the year, then we saw a hell of a lot of really great matches after this, which is going to be incredible, which means that the year is going to be fantastic if this match is not one of those, uh, if it's not one of the ones that's talked about as as matches of the year. This was awesome. All right, guys, what did you think of this match? Go ahead and send it in. We have a comment, a uh, super chat from Jason Gutierrez who says, Hola, Denise. Happy Valentine's Day. It's also my birthday today as a Mexican-American. I want to thank you for representing us so well. Jason, thank you so much. This makes me very, very happy. As you guys know, I am Mexican-American. So uh, it makes me really happy to not only be a female in the wrestling space, but to also be a Latina, a Mexicana here representing. So thank you so much to Jason Gutierrez. And happy Valentine's Day and happy birthday. And thank you so much for the super chat. I really, really. Um, appreciate this. All right, guys. So here we go. Let's see. Martin Carrillo says, MSK and Grizzled Young Veterans are going to revive the WWE tag team wrestling. Just WWE, stop breaking up these teams, please. And then obviously it's different from what we're seeing on NXT and what we're seeing on the main roster. But I do think that I do think that MSK and what they're doing with them and what they're doing with so many other teams should be a clear indication for other tag teams that you know, maybe weren't considering WWE. Like, I feel like now they should be considering them as an option because clearly they're starting at least on the NXT end to really to really change their outlook on how they're showing showcasing certain teams. We have a comment from Krista who says, the men's tag team match was my match of the night. More of MSK, take my money, NXT. Every spot in this match was spot on. They were my picks in winning the tournament. Can't wait to see them as champs. And I think, I honestly think that if your pick was MSK to win this tournament, you you were right because if they they really launched them into making them stars. And one of the arguments that a lot of people has is that, you know, they feel that WWE doesn't make enough stars, doesn't always make stars. And uh, obviously they need to make more, but at least this is a nice start for MSK. I really, really do think so. We have a comment from... Um, Aaron, who says, what a match. I love that spot when he jumped from the ring over the top rope to the outside. Never knew who MSK were before this match, and I am now a fan. Yeah, so for those of you guys who do not know, um, but I'm sure most of you guys already do, they are the Rascals uh, Impact Wrestling, and yeah, they're talented, talented guys. Uh, let's see, what else do you guys have here? And we have a comment from Matthew and Friends says, didn't know much going in, wasn't excited for the match, but by halfway in, I was on my feet for this match. Amazing job by both teams. See, I think that's how I felt too. Like I knew it was going to be a good match and I was expecting a good match, but I think they completed uh, completely 
exceeded my expectations like in the not like as a knock but like they just I don't think any of us expected this match to be that good. It was that good. That's what I want to say here. And Joshua Cook, thank you so much for sending in this super chat. You are very sweet. Thank you so much for the love here. Uh, let's see any other thoughts here on what you guys thought. Um, and okay. Oh, wait. I don't know what happened. Oh, Pat McAfee, Triple H just said that Pat McAfee is really busy right now. He said that on the conference call. So for those of you guys who are wondering about Pat McAfee. And Tyler also notes that he really enjoyed the entire show. All right, guys, here we go. Let's go ahead and move on to... Oh, wait, hold on. Let me read this comment here from Christopher. Christopher says, MSK are incredible. I was hoping for grizzled young veterans because they are on another level, but MSK embodies everything we loved about NXT to begin with. Start rebuilding now with these two teams. You can't get any better. It was just the right timing for MSK. That's what it was, guys. It was timing. It was the perfect opportunity to give these guys a name, give these guys a purpose. So I really do think that MSK was the right call here. All right, guys, here we go. Um, and you, okay, well, let me address this really quick. This one's from Rendon, who says that thud grizzled young veterans deserved more. Dude, they had an awesome match. Like, yeah, they didn't win, but the match was so good that they didn't lose anything in this. Like, yeah, they lost the match, but in terms of, I feel like, for example, I wasn't a fan of grizzled young veterans. I can say that I'm a fan now. So imagine how many other people probably felt the same way as me. Like, there might have been other people that are like, yeah, like Grizzled Young Veterans or whatever. But I think that after this match, they proved themselves even more. So even though they lost, I don't actually think they lost anything by losing the match. Uh, so I hope that best explains my, my answer in terms of this statement here. And we do have another super chat. Thank you so much to Julian Moranjas. Guys, I'm going to eat this month. <laughs> All right. Julian Moranjas says, hello from New Mexico. What's the WrestleMania weekend looking like? I honestly... Now, like the Cornette podcast more than WWE AEW. What do you think? So, I haven't listened to the Cornette podcast, so I can't really give you my thoughts on that because I haven't listened to it. Um, if I ever do listen to it, then I will go ahead and give you my thoughts on that, but I don't really have anything right now. WrestleMania weekend is looking pretty busy. I was just looking over at the events list, and there's going to be a lot of events that are going to be happening. And in terms of WrestleMania itself, I'm really excited to see what matches are going to be, uh, you know, coming about once we actually get, you know, closer to the day and we have some more, uh, some more information on what the matches are going to be. So uh, thank you so much to Julian, who is watching from New Mexico. I really appreciate the love, man. Really, really do. All right, guys, here we go. Andy R says, Denise, super chat, lunch money, LOL. Yeah, seriously, guys, I have like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, let's go ahead and continue on. For those of you guys who are asking about Adam Cole, I will get to that when we get to the main event of the night. We are going through everything chronologically just so that it just makes it easier to go along with the entire format of this show. All right, so moving on, we are now moving on to the NXT Women's Championship match, which was Io Shirai uh, versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez in a triple threat match. And this match, it went exactly as I pictured it, I, as I predicted it. I predicted that Mercedes Martinez would get the pin, and I predicted that Io Shirai would win, and I predicted that the money match between that the money match would be Io Shirai versus Tony Storm, and those three things essentially either happened today or were setting up to happen in the future. And then I also want to say that obviously, since we just talked about it, the men's tag team match was phenomenal. Okay, phenomenal. So no matter who. So the women here, they really were put in a tough spot because you got to follow to follow a match like that. Yeah, you got to be prepared, guys. Like nobody wants to follow an awesome match and get put in an icky spot there. Right. But I got to give credit where credit is due. And the credit is due to the women here in this match because they knew the spot that they were put in here. They knew that people were going to be like still, you know, buzzing from the last match. But they started this match off right away. They started this match hot. And here's the thing. 
they kept it going. Similar to the opening match, they kept the momentum up throughout the entire match. They kept this match hot the entire way, and they did a lot of really fun stuff throughout this match. Io Shirai had a lot of really great moments, and we already know Genius of the Sky is going to do all of these fantastic spots in this match. Tony, Tony Storm, I'm already, like, I've always been a fan of Tony Storm, but I got to say that Mercedes Martinez was one of the ones that impressed me in this match. Just a lot of the little things that she did throughout this match, I thought were very impressive, and I do have to give some shout-out over to um over to Mar Mercedes Martinez. We have a super chat from Sexy Pheasant who says, only Raquel can beat EO, right? Question mark. I definitely want to see Raquel versus EO. I know that's going to be awesome, but I still don't think we're going to get there just yet because I still think we have to see EO versus Tony in a singles program before we get EO and Raquel. And I do think Raquel right now will be, you know, focusing obviously on the tag team titles. But here we go. So what I also want to say here, so there was a spot where Tony Storm, she was clearing out the commentary table and she was clearing it out, but I think it accidentally broke. Like, I don't think that was supposed to happen. And you could kind of tell because right after that, Mercedes Martinez sort of went for the, she kind of went for the save by doing the DDT on Tony Storm, which thus gave time to Io Shirai to sort of, you know, climb up. And she ended up doing a crossbody from the top onto both women. So I really thought that that was a really nice improvisation by all the women, especially Merce Mercedes Martinez, who sort of carried um, all of that there to, the, to make sure that everything went nicely and then I loved the finish to this match so the reason why I love the finish to this match was because Tony Storm had already uh Tony Storm practically almost had this win Tony Storm she had this she had this already because she um she she had already had this set up okay but then Merce but then Io Shirai Tony Storm was already getting the get, about to get the pin here. Then Io Shirai came and did the moonsault and essentially broke off that pin that she was going to get. So she stole Tony's pin there. She stole Tony's win. So not only can Tony Storm say like, hey, you, you totally stole my pin. You stole my win. But B, you also did not beat me. So I like the fact that this is now, this could carry on into that Tony Io Shirai storyline. So I loved um, all of this here. We have a comment from a super chat, excuse me, from Brandon, who says, Denise, you got to take all of this super chat money you're getting and make a video like Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. Brandon, thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it. And let's see what you guys are saying here. So we have a comment from Mega Geek Mixer who says, Io Shirai has been great champion. Hope she will face Zia Lee soon with her new character. I think it would be an interesting angle between a kickboxer versus high-flying high wrestler. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, D-Train says, give me Io versus Tony Storm. Take my money as I've been talking about for months. Io is truly awesome and Tony is a star. Jordan Booth says, triple threat match ruled. Mercedes looked like an absolute beast. Tony was awesome and wasn't pinned. EO, while well, EO is just the best wrestler in the world, dash, fight me. I don't think I don't think I would fight you for saying EO Shirai is the best wrestler. Dude, EO Shirai is incredible. Uh, Carissa says, wanted Tony to win because EO's reign has been so bland and no buildup was made. Hopefully no more triple threat matches for the women's title, more one-on-one -on -one matches for the title. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one-on-one -on -one type of stuff because I prefer the one-on-one -on -one matches versus the triple threat matches. That's just my opinion. And I feel like that's always been done a lot with the women and I do prefer more of the one-on-one -on -one stuff. I do agree with you that EO title reign hasn't necessarily been a blow blow away reign it hasn't but i do think that now looking at the direction in which they're heading i do think that her title reign will get better like i said she just had she's had some great moments like some great moments but not necessarily a spectacular reign but i do think that if she after tonight, and then let's say she has her match with Tony Storm, and then let's say she goes on and she works against Raquel or whoever. I do think that they can they can revive they can revive it. Is what I'm trying to get at. I think they can really revive it. And uh, Gianmarco Credi has a difference of opinion. Says this was the weakest match of the night, and that's why the show was awesome. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, I actually thought the weakest match of the night was the opening match I, because they just had. I, I I liked this triple threat match. If I had to say which one was the weakest, it was 
for me, my opinion, it was the opening match. But even then, I love the opening match. So that should tell you everything. I don't really think, I think we were all winners in this match here. Uh, we have a comment from, uh, let's see, <laughs> uh, Christopher, who says, Alame Fayo, Tony was clearing off the table for a spot and the table just collapsed and broke on its own. Jesus Christ. WWE, go back to normal tables for the announced team. So my thought is, I think they might have like pre, like, I don't, okay, so I think that they were supposed to have Io Shirai go through that table, and I think they sort of, you know, weakened that table early on because she's really small, so they probably didn't think that Io Shirai would break the table. So I feel that that was what went wrong there. Jake Larson says, Mercedes should rejoin with Shayna. Should be such a better partner than Nia if they don't want Shayna to run singles. I mean, if I had to pick Shayna teaming with Mercedes or teaming with Nia, I would definitely go with Mercedes. Definitely. Am Nar says, what about Raquel? She pinned EO at war games and hasn't gotten her shot yet. I think Raquel's going to get there. I, I think she's she's making her way there, guys. Like she, She's been doing such great stuff on the roster that we don't have to rush it with her is what I'm saying. She's getting there. Right now, I think she's going to be doing stuff in the tag team realm. And then after that, we'll see where she goes from there. But I really do think that... Uh, I really do think that they're going to take their time with her. And not not that that's a bad thing because they have been made. They made. She's a star, guys. She's a star. Martin says, I mean, it was a good match. Just NXT has been doing the same ending. EO hits Moonsaw from nowhere and wins. Yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of people aren't really feeling the EO Shirai reign. And it's coming across very clearly to me on here uh thank you so much to bob harris for sending for sending a super chat bob says love ladies tonight let's get bounce off jacks <laughs> yeah the ladies were absolutely incredible here today and any other comments all right guys let's go ahead and uh continue on to the next match because after this we have the main event and then we also have um the turn and all of that to talk about so main event of the night Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. We did have Finn Balor retain, but holy dang, was this a match, guys. This was also, obviously, a top contender for match of the night and for many match of the night. This match, I mean, if you're, this was a whole story. This was a whole journey. This was a lot of pain how do I say this like in a great way? Like you just notice a lot of the little things that these two men did in this match that made this match just so much more incredible. I mean, if you're like, fingers weren't hurting after this match i don't think you i don't think you watched this match right i don't know how else to say this guys this was a fantastic piece of artwork is what it was it was really really good so at the top of the match we had finn had finn had wrist control literally for like three minutes in this match which was pretty cool then Oh my God, all of the little things that Pete Dunne was doing to inflict further pain into Finn Balor was insane. Like there was moments where he was just like stepping on his head to get that wrist control. He was carving his knee into his back. He was even doing, I don't even know what with his fingers onto his shoulder. I mean, he was just like pressing in there and trying to find pain in each and every single po way possible that he could possibly get this in here. I honestly thought that Pete Dunne had the win after the, he hit the bitter end. When he hit the bitter end, I really thought that that was the end. But I still had a feeling that Finn Balor wasn't going to lose. But still, they kind of had me there for a second. Uh, let's see. Then the, it was just, there was a moment too where, um, I'm sure, okay, so Pete Dunne, Okay, so Finn Balor had Pete Dunne and an STF. But what was awesome about this was that Pete Dunne got out of it by essentially messing with Finn Balor's fingers. But because he had already done so much damage to Finn's fingers, Finn's fingers were sort of weak and he really couldn't keep that lock. That little thing for me, I thought was probably one of the coolest parts of the story just because everything that Pete Dunne did to hurt Finn Balor, you saw Finn Balor, you know, he... You can, you can see that it changed every single move that he did. He couldn't do them exactly the same. Why? Because he, you know, his fingers were hurting. This was hurting. So I loved all of that in this match. Every little thing led to something. And every little thing that was done affected something else that was done later on in the match. So 
all of that stuff that happened in this match was what I thought really made it superb. So that was one of my favorite parts. Also, when Finn took out Pete Dunn's mouthpiece and then did a, a double drop kick to the face, uh, to his face, and then hit the coup de gras, that was an awesome moment because, like, dude, like he took out the guy's mouthpiece. Like he's like, this isn't like you're like I don't care about you. I'm gonna take out your mouthpiece and I'm gonna like you know make you eat your teeth or whatever uh then he hits the 1916 and gets the win so then after the match danny birch and oni lorkin come out and attack finn balor then the undisputed era come out and help finn they then thus scaring off pete dunn danny birch and oni lorkin then out of nowhere out of nowhere okay there's sort of like this suspenseful moment where they're all standing there and then also prior to this Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly sort of they had an understanding right they were sharing words they had an understanding they had the mutual respect was there but then they're all sort of staring at the camera when all of a sudden Adam Cole just turns and uh hits Finn even even though even though we all thought that they were sort of on the same page, we then seen Adam Cole turn. And this was pretty interesting too, because Roderick Strong sort of was kind of, he didn't really say like really which side he was on there. He was just kind of like there, like we still don't know really what's happening with Roderick Strong. So that was also like within itself. So my favorite thing about all of this is that, now, there are so many potential matchups that you can have with all of these guys. I mean, they can still do, uh, let me see, I wrote this down here and I have it here somewhere. Okay, they can still do Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. They can do uh, Cole, they can do Cole Finn. I mean, they have so many different options for matchups that they can do here. It's insane. And I just love this. I love the fact that right now there's this mutual understanding between Finn Balor and Kyle, and Kyle O'Reilly. But at the same time, we know that Kyle O'Reilly wants his hands on that bout. So they're sort of friends, but there's still that history where they can, you know, circle back to. And now with Adam Cole... It's, it's just like they can do so much, guys. They can do so much here. I'm really excited about everything. So let's see what you guys all thought here. Go ahead and send in your comments, questions, thoughts, etc., etc. So let's see. I'm going to start off with, let's see what you guys are saying here. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh my gosh, there's so many. All right, Sean Ciarani says, that was one of the best looking super kicks i ever seen in my life. And especially because it was just so unexpected. It was just like, Bam, you know, it just happened. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then, so, all right. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm reading the rest of your comments here. Brandon says, Cole turning heel makes perfect sense. He super kicks Balor because he has a title. He super kicks Kyle because he's jealous that Kyle has had two title matches and yet still surprised me. Uh, so there you go there. Martin Carrillo says, uh, Finn versus Pete was all about who can damage their opponent as bad as possible. Also, what will Bobby Fish and Strong say about Adam Cole? Exactly, exactly. Uh, Gianmarco Credi has a prediction, says, prediction time, Balor will be the new leader of the Undisputed Era. Josh Razuka says, Undisputed Era is my favorite stable of all time. Sad, but also excited. What a show. Dude, it just keeps this movement going. NXT has a really good main event scene, and I've talked about this on Speak Now Pro Wrestling every Wednesday on F4W on Online's YouTube channel. I've talked about this, and today was a perfect example of this, guys. It was a perfect example of all of the different options and all of the different things that can play out in the main event scene for NXT. Like, there is, I don't feel there's anybody else that has this much potential right now like it's definitely not on raw even though smackdown there's a lot of you know roman reigns is doing some of the best work i don't necessarily think that the, the main event scene is as hot as it is on nxt all right anything else here that i go ahead and send in your comments uh this is from nicholas who says let's be honest um Anyone who didn't see this Adam Cole turn coming needs to check history. Undisputed Era was the second coming of Evolution, and Kyle was the Randy Orton that Adam Cole couldn't let this be equal. See, if you didn't see it come, like, okay, there's one thing to see it coming, but it's not like you're going to know it's coming this second. Like, you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. Like, you can't predict that far out. Joshua Cook says, uh, sends in a super chat and says, Kyle O'Reilly should be the leader of the Undisputed Era now. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Send this in. Who do you think should be the leader? Uh, 
let's see any other thoughts here let me um and then Alfred Montado says man I think this has to be the finale of the stable guys I don't know but I'm really excited for all of the possible opportunities that they can do. AJ Bishop says Dunn versus Brian in the future would be fire. Dude, I feel like Brian versus any uh, versus anybody, Dunn versus anybody, man, I'm all here for it. Carissa wants to see uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle. Yep, definitely there for that too. Uh, I do not want this actually. Aaron says he wants Cross to beat Balor for the NXT title. Honestly, I could, I even though I still think they're gonna do Cross Balor, I don't really feel it right now I almost just hope that they like bypass it I just feel like there's just for me there's just so much interest like in other directions right now uh Nexus says Adam Cole should go solo and now the main roster well right now he's gonna do all of this so I'm really excited to see where this all plays out Rory too says cross versus edge would be great yeah why not that would be pretty fun and let's see let's see <laughs> uh all right I'm gonna read the rest of your comment Don Dorian says, question with the whole Cole thing, who do you think is, what do you think is happening with Edge now? I still have a feeling we were going to see, I don't know, but I still think we're going to see Edge versus Roman Reigns. That's the direction I think that they're probably heading into. But obviously, we still don't know yet. So, but for now, uh, that's where I think they're heading. And then uh, let's see, let's see, any other comments here? All right. We have a comment from Matthew and friends who says, I think this program could last all summer if they play it right. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think they could, too. I really think that this could be like the biggest thing right now that they have going. Heck, it could even be bigger than the Roman Reigns situation. All right, but we don't know. We don't know it. Uh, Diego says, screw it. Edge joins Undisputed Era. Well, Edge does want to take part of, he wants to do more with NXT. That was something that Triple H said on the conference call, that he wants to do more with NXT. The, I don't know what what more, but I mean, he wants to do more. And all right. <laughs> all right guys there you go that's pretty much the show for today uh if you want to go ahead and send in any last and final comments questions go ahead and send them in if you want to send in any final super chats go ahead and send them in but before i do go ahead and close out the show i do want to let you guys know that not to forget to subscribe to my youtube channel you're already here. Subscribe. I'm so close to 35,000. Subscribe. I was going to say $35,000. Yeah, I wish. Um, 35,000 subscribers. I'm almost there. So please subscribe. For those of you guys who do not know, this channel is run entirely by me. So everything you see here that's posted up here is run by me, created by me. So I put a lot of work and time into this channel. So please subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff on there. Some of my recent videos in include uh, my uh, video tasting for uh, I tasted all of these snacks that Luke's Luke Owen from Wrestle Talk sent me I tasted all of these snacks from London so it was pretty cool check out that video and I have so many other stuff and lots of other reviews and I will be back here on my channel reviewing Smackdown on Friday so I'm now reviewing Smackdowns on Friday here on the channel so if you guys want to check out those reviews you can and I will be back for the Elimination Chamber I will be reviewing Elimination Chamber just as I did NXT TakeOver today and so lots of really great stuff on this channel so please make sure to subscribe and also if you haven't already make sure to follow me on twitter and on instagram at underscore denise salceda but we do have a super chat from uh abraham goon goon r who says i think it will be cole versus kyle o'reilly winner take over the undisputed era or triple threat for the nxt title i think the triple threat for the nxt title would be pretty pretty awesome and they can also do some tag team matches too they can have kyle and finn uh you know team up as well they can do that as well so like i said so many different directions in which they can go in here. So thank you so much to Abraham for uh, sending in this super chat. And CC Drink says, this is my first time on your live stream. I hope you had a good time, CC Drink. Uh, this show's just about literally having fun, good vibes, and just talking about wrestling and all of this. Uh, thank you so much to Martin, who also says he subscribed here. And AJ Bishop says, in my opinion, Adam turning on Undisputed Era is one of the biggest moments in recent months. 
I I agree with you. I agree with you. It was one of those moments where I think everybody was like, <gasps> like there was a lot of mouth opens during this time. A lot of a lot of jaws dropping on the floor there, AJ. So I agree with you on that as well. All righty, guys. Oh, we have a question from John Elite for Life who says, Sub Denise, the ending was epic. Now that's what you call a shock to the system. For reals, right? Says BTW, what is tapatio? It's like a hot sauce. Yes, so tapatio is a hot sauce. And I know I mentioned it in my video because I said that one of the potato chips would be really good with tapatio. Yes, tapatio is a hot sauce. It's really good. If you ever see it in your store, buy it, have some Lay's, have some Doritos with it. It's bomb. Uh, so there you go. And uh all righty, guys. I'm just trying to see any other comments here. Oh, you guys have so you guys are so nice. Thank you so much for all of the rest of, for everybody. Oh, thank you, Matthew Cox says. Honestly, if you're not subscribed, what are you doing with your life? Exactly. If you're not subscribed to my channel. What are you doing? All right, guys, that's the end of it here today. Thank you guys so much for joining me on my NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day stream. Uh, please tweet me on Twitter. Let me know what you guys thought of the show. I'll be reading your tweets and all of that. If not, follow me on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Subscribe to the channel, and I will see you back on here on Friday and for the Elimination Chamber. Until next time, I'll see you guys later, and have a very, very happy Valentine's Day. Bye, everyone. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please don't forget to leave me a super nice review and a five-star rating. Plus, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo for funny wrestling, commentary, guest updates, silly live stuff, and more.